0: Or are someplace in this prissy neighborhood in the south side of Chicago. And I'm Louis Cheney. Ain't
1: this is Louis Cheney? Cheney. He's my nephew, my sister's I mean, younger mean- son. You, you got right to it. You said we live in this... We're, we're currently stationed in this prissy neighborhood. What does that mean?
0: Um, Prissy means... Okay, imagine...
1: He lives in, in the Hyde Park neighborhood person. of the city of Chicago, stupid where the stupid stupid University, University of Chicago is located.
0: Uh, a bunch of rich white people walking around saying... Oh, I, 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 have, I have too much money for you.
1: Lewis will be 10 years old if I was next week.
0: People that wake up and they eat, diet, everything for sure. breakfast, lunch, and dinner, sure. and they have $50 billion in the bank, and they live in in some stupid uh, apartment building that's like 50,000 square feet downtown in oh. the high right. rise or so, whatever. So
1: you feel like this neighborhood, which for the record is Hyde Park, yeah. In, on the south side of Chicago is one of those kinds of neighborhoods.
0: Yeah, it's prissy and it's stupid. It doesn't have the high rises, but it's prissy and it's stupid full of stupid stupid rich white people okay. who think they're the best.
1: What would what would your message for those those people be?
0: I wouldn't do the whole prissy white person thing and say, Okay, how do you feel or whatever? Okay. Um, because I go to some stupid some stupid private school in where, this neighborhood.
1: Where would you where would you like to go if you if you had the the choice to me. Um.
0: Well, I, actually I, a couple months ago I applied to a pub, a public school in Englewood. Actually,
1: where's Englewood?
0: Um. Well, it's some it's some supposedly super dangerous neighborhood in the south side. And um, why, I,
1: why do you want to go there?
0: Um. Well, I've actually met a couple of those kids. They're nice. They're not like oh I'm perfect for you. They're they're not prissy. A couple of them are in gangs or whatever. But those people, I, I'm not saying oh they're over there and we're over here. I'm saying. I'm saying there are some people like that um, that are way on the other side of Prissy, but there are some people that are actually genuinely nice. There's a school like that in my neighborhood. It's a rare exception for my neighborhood. There, there are a bunch of, of kids that aren't so fortunate to have a bunch of money. I've met them. I've talked to them. And these kids in these neighborhoods... Um, where supposedly every single person has been shot once or twice. You don't believe that? Um, yeah, I think people are over-exaggerating.
1: I heard this story, and I've I heard it, like, secondhand, thirdhand. I'd like you to tell me the story. What story? This is the story of you uh, walking alone in this neighborhood uh, and being basically escorted home by, was it University of Chicago Police? Yeah,
0: U un- of C Police. Okay, okay, so
1: what actually happened?
0: I'll tell you the the entire story. I
1: want to know the entire story.
0: So here I am. Okay, let me set the picture. I'm sitting here in the middle of in the middle of August. Um, in the actually in the middle of the day. It was twelve. It was twelve o'clock. It was around lunchtime. I had just eaten lunch, and I was like, "Oh boy, I'm gonna go for a walk alone." And in the '70s, that would have been just completely uh, normal for a kid, for a kid like me. And I, here I am, toddling, toddling along, in, in my shorts and t-shirt, being hot as heck. Can I stop I for really a second? Sweat. Do you, do, you,
1: do you routinely? You're. How old are you?
0: Um, I'm nine. I'm turning ten on the nineteenth.
1: Okay, so you were nine at the time of this. Yeah, I was nine. Do you routinely go for walks by yourself? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I st- I still do it. Okay, Dude, so back to the story. Here bad. I am. Here I am, sweating my ass off. Um, and I'm walking by the university campus. I loathe that place. I hate that place so much. Okay. This fat, pudgy, white idiot comes around. Comes around and says. Oh, are you, are you by yourself? And I said, yeah, 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 I'm fine. And eventually she says, oh, oh, okay. And then she goes along and she calls the cops on me after, after I told her a billion times that I'm not lost and everything's fine. The university, the university they, have, they have all these security guards all around their buildings because supposedly just south of our neighborhood um, is a supposedly bad neighborhood. Um, I've gone there millions of times, the people that are really nice, there are just a couple people that are in gangs shooting each other in the faces.
1: And you have not come across them, apparently.
0: Uh, well, I have seen them, um, walking around smoking weed or whatever.
1: But you're not scared, or... I'm not
0: scared of them. I, I walk straight, I walk straight by them, and, and they look at me, they give me this kind of cold look, like they think I'm gonna call the police because I'm, like, the only white person in the entire neighborhood. Right. Um... They're, they're, as far as I know, they're nice people. I mean, in this neighborhood, you could go an entire year without anybody on the street saying hi to you. In that neighborhood, every single person, almost every single person says hi to you on the What streets.
1: do you attribute that to?
0: I think it, it's just like their, their culture is more say hi to people on the streets and everybody... It has a chance to be a nice person. <laughs> Some people are not nice people, but there are a bunch of nice people. Our culture is, everybody's a jerk! Everybody's going to murder you dead! Everybody's terrible! Stay away from them all, because there's too much of a risk! <laughs> all
1: right, so let's get back to the story. So you're walking along, and you see the security guard, and he's talking on his walkie-talkie or whatever.
0: He, he, he's muttering something like, this, this kid is walking alone. <laughs> and then suddenly, this cop car pulls by, him, and this guy comes out, a lean, tall, white guy. He's probably like seven feet tall. He's a stupid idiot. He comes by, he says, Sir, Are you are you alone, little child? or something like that. Are, are you young, alone, young man? I hate it when people call me young man. I'm not a young man. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and, and I say, Yeah, I'm alone. What, what, do you have anything against that? And he says, uh, um, yeah, um, yeah, um, he just kind of trips over his words for ten minutes, and then, and then he says, "Oh, where are your parents?" And I said, "And, I, don't, I don't want to give them their my address because that's like, like half a mile away, and they think that's like fifty years by foot or whatever." Right. Um. They think I'm lost, and my par and my parents have been abusing me or whatever because they ask, uh, "Were you, were you in a fight with your parents before, before you came out here?" And, I and I reply with a kind of stern, stern, annoyed look on my face. Th- no. <laughs> and they just sit there, looking at me for a second, looking at each other, looking at me, looking at the other officer. And then, and then he asks me a bunch of questions. He, okay, so I'm standing on a curb, not a curb. It's it's like a big concrete block. And he puts his knee up like he's about to propose to me or whatever, because he's just a complete creep. And and he says. And he's, and he has his notebook, and, he, and he's writing and he's writing all this stuff. Okay, where do you live? Blah, 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 blah. And he just... And, God, I feel like it's some sort of prisoner being... Some sort of prisoner being, um... Uh, arrested? Not arrested, uh... Booked? No, like when they ask them a bunch of questions. Interrogated. Interrogated. And he's, he's putting every single word I say into his little book and his sloppy, stupid handwriting. He's sitting there, asking me, asking me a bunch of questions. He said, "Hey, Yama, you, you think we should come? You should come home." And I said, N- "No, no, the sun's not going to be down for another like eight hours." And, and he says, "And he says, still, it's a little dangerous." And, and I almost just shouted at him, "It's noon, you dupe!" And by then, I'm, think, I'm thinking to myself, "Hmm." Hmm, he, he's starting to pick up that I'm being a little salty. Eventually, he, he says, okay, get in the car. And I'm sitting in the car. He's driving along. We're, we're around my, we're around, I'm on like 58th Street, I think. Um, and, and he says, I'm your friend. Okay, he says it, he says it really sternly. I'm your friend. And I say, oh, okay, that's great. I say kind of under my breath, okay, that's great, I'm not your friend.
1: He brings you in, and does he have an exchange with your mom or your dad? Uh,
0: my dad, probably ten words. He, you know, your son's been walking around here. And my dad replies, yeah, 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 know. And, <laughs> and then he leaves. And, and then have you leaves seen this family.
1: officer since that time? Uh, Yeah. Really?
0: I hate him. Has I he... hate him with all my life. What? I hate his guts.
1: Has he seen you?
0: Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, hi!" He thinks I'm his friend or whatever.
1: Do you have a natural distrust of the of the police?
0: Yeah, because so far this um, last month, they've sh- I think they shot like four black people to death. I've been picked up like three times now.
1: This has happened again more than once. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so clearly, you have some issues with uh, like I don't know the general kind of atmosphere in this neighborhood and the way that police are treating you and also other people in the neighborhood they've been, who you feel they've been unfair to yeah. and unjust to. Um, what are you going to do as a now almost 10-year-old boy to make a difference?
0: Well, if it was up to me, first of all, I'd take away all the... It, this is, doesn't have anything to do with the police. I'd take away all the guns from Americans because, okay, by now people are just going around shooting little kids for no reason. And then for the police... All I can say, all I can say for them is, "Well, you really suck at your job. Step it up, you jerks."
1: How would you like to see them do their jobs? What would be better policing in your mind?
0: Arresting people that are um, uh, guilty, not shoot, not shooting innocent people, not taking home random, random kids that know their way, and just generally treating everybody better.
1: Do you feel like the the police around here know? Is it? Is it? Do they know these people in these neighborhoods or? Are they just like figures in uniforms who sort of like enforce the law?
0: People in this neighborhood and the cops—they—they—they do not say, "Okay, let's try to help those neighborhoods." They say, "Don't go there," um, because they th- because they think citizens—they don't have the—they're not smart enough to know their to know their way in the in the world. They think they think they just the, the only option, the only way to help them is just. Nobody else go uh, go there, mm-hmm. let them kill each other, it, right. we're just kind of neglecting them, their money and um, uh, education system. I pictured you bigger, like on the cover of a magazine, that came out last summer. It was a rolling stone from Germany, he wore a jeans. He had a lot to say, it was great, and the bad words made it even better.
1: All right. So the two of you are, are cousins. Uh, do you do you get along with each other? Do you think
0: mostly? Yeah. I mean, now that we've now that we're older and we know more about our, about each other, you know, it's 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 actually fun to hang out with each
1: other. Do Do you agree? No. Have you enjoyed having your girl cousin here visit in uh, Chicago?
0: Mostly not. I
1: The offer still stands. If you write a review on iTunes, I'll read it on the air. As I've mentioned before, What We Will Abide has brought me into contact with some people I never would have met under other circumstances. So I often feel uplifted about humanity. Unfortunately, there are still days when I struggle, and still days when humanity makes me feel a little bit like
0: this. Everybody's a jerk. Everybody's going to murder you Dad. We're the speakers at the mini mart. I remember the first time in the backseat of her brother's car and now I never go for a long drive without a copy of a ghost.